Six months ago, an RSS feed was established and a logo was created. With a lifetime of knowledge at her fingertips and a sometimes surly co-host, a new podcast was born. Who was the host, though? How did the idea come about? What exactly is a slice of Disney? This week on Slice of Disney, Slice of Disney! Welcome to Slice of Disney, an awesome Disney theme park podcast. I'm Kelly Washington, Disney-obsessed enthusiast and real-life Tinkerbell. And I'm Will Lentz, uh, your co-host, um, podcast-obsessed enthusiast and real-life boy. <laughs> real- <laughs> that I'm is a true. real you boy. Are I, I, you're, you're not obsessed with a lot of things, but the things you are obsessed with, you go hard. That's true. That is true. Um, you know, I like to uh, I like to get into things. Yeah, and like podcasts, but only, for, but only for short periods of time until I find a new thing to get into. <laughs> Usually. Usually. This one stuck around though, which has been good. Hey, do you remember uh, in the beginning of quarantine when you said you were like, "I'm going to be a doctor"? Yeah, I still am. I just can't go oh, to med school right now, you know, because the mm. you know I got to take the tests and stuff, and you know I can't take tests because. Large groups of people. Yep, that's it. That's the whole reason. <laughs> Absolutely. So um, this week on Slice of Disney, uh, we decided to open up the mailbag. Um, yeah. Yeah, we've had a we've had a fun amount of people reaching out to us with ideas and questions, and and we thought it might be uh, you know for our twentieth episode, it might be a good time to uh, reach out and let you get to know the hosts a little bit more. Um, and ask some fun kind of questions that are related to the parks and the properties and and all that kind of stuff. So we're going to be going through some listener submitted questions, um, and uh, hopefully you'll you'll enjoy this as much as we do. Thank you for the idea of this, listeners. Um, this is fun, and it requires a lot less research. That's true. That's true. Yeah, the idea actually came from a listener that was like, "Hey, I'd like to know more about you guys. Like, uh, why don't you do a Q and A episode?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, all oh. you know is that I'm a Disney obsessed enthusiast." And real life Tinkerbell. But what does that even mean? I'm not sure we even know, or I even know. Maybe you do. <laughs> um, well, first off, uh, my name is Kelly Washington, and, and I'm from Alpharetta, Georgia. I am an actor. Are you slating right now? Yes, I am. It feels <laughs> kind of like I am. Actually, this is my slate. Hi, I'm Kelly Washington. I am 5'1", and I'm based in Los Angeles. There you go. <laughs> or, uh... or it changes. <clears throat> Hi, I'm Kelly Washington. I am 5'1". I am based in Atlanta, Georgia. Do you usually like throw on an affectation when you say Atlanta, Georgia? Or are you just Georgia. doing that for, the pod, for the podcast? Just, just doing it for the podcast. Okay. Making it a little more fun. <laughs> I like it. I'm Will Lentz. I am originally from Kentucky, but spending most of my time in L.A. these days, except for right now, where I'm quarantining back home um, and figuring out what things are going to look like. Who knows? Who knows? I also, day job-wise, work in the podcast media space and, uh, and in the tech space as well, doing a lot of like growth marketing and sales stuff for, for different tech companies. So big, exciting stuff. I know. We have very different careers. <laughs> we do. But all comes together. It does. So one of the first questions that we have, which we get quite often, 
is how did we meet? Yeah, and so we met because we were little improv dorks and taking (laughs) improv classes together uh, at the UCB. Yes, Upright Citizens Brigade. Uh, We were in level 301 together, and I basically just pestered him into being my friend until he gave in. Yeah. Um, he was like, he was really cool in yeah, improv. I was. Yeah, you were cool. Yeah, back in the day, my glory days. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, I never really had an interest in like being an improviser so much or like a comedian or actor, but it just was kind of like a fun hobby um, and made some friends doing it. And LA, it's, you know, kind of can be a very isolating space. And that was a good place for me to make some friends. And then uh, Kelly walked in and she was like, I want to be everyone's friend. And we were all like, no. But then she wore us down. So. <laughs> Yes, I I did the UCB to become a better comedian. Yeah. To be so funny. Yeah. Um, It was fun. You know, it was definitely a time in our lives. Uh, Yes. I'm glad I'm no longer in it, but uh, at the time it was was good for me. (laughs) It's a great skill to have. It's everyone should just try improv at some point, but that's how we met. Uh, We've remained friends for a long time now, it feels like. And, uh, and I've been trying to get you to do something like this, a podcast or a, some type of like... A vlog personal- or something. Personality-driven content for years. Yeah, um, he has. Yeah. And I was I was always too scared. Yeah. And uh, the thing about the podcast is like, you know, worst case scenario, people don't listen and then you just pretend it didn't happen. But uh, but you've been really enjoying it. And I've gotten to see you come into your own as a host. Um, and it's been very exciting. So uh, it's been, so fun. Yeah. I've really enjoyed doing this like project with you. It's been cool. Yeah, that's me, too. Oh, look, at look, Will said nice things. Yeah, I occasionally do. But let's move on from that. So <laughs> uh, so he wants to get out of there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> dip and dodge um but yeah another question that comes up a lot is like why are you so obsessed with disney (laughs) maybe i hear more from the people i talk to than the people you talk to um no oh my god are you kidding me so i'm also home quarantining with my family and my relatives like all think we're nuts so because that's it it's like it's not just you it's like your whole family it's like everyone yeah and and that's come up a couple times in the podcast but like what happened there like how did they get so disney so well I will first preface with, like, I am by far, I think, the most obsessed of my family. But my mom always loved uh, Mickey Mouse. And so we as kids would go. I went to Disney World for the first time, and I was still in the womb. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, my mom and dad had gone. And they had gone there for their, like, one-year anniversary. They, Disney was a special place for them. And so we just grew up going, you know, at least once a year. And And then I went through a weird phase as a teenager where, you know, it wasn't cool anymore because I'm like so cool. So I like couldn't be into it. That was your pretty little liar's face. Oh, yes. There you go. And then later in high school, I was like, oh, wait, no, this is cool again. Like I it's kind of like I think it's been more socially accepted to be a dork. Yeah, I mean, definitely. Like D&D or like anime. Like that's cool now. Yeah. 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 So my me and my brother were talking about that last night actually. So I think that I just came into it especially moving to Los Angeles. Because Where everyone then, is a theater kid and like granted there's plenty of people that also hate on it, but you know, you you can find your you can find your type there. You can find your kind. Yeah, and I my kind was going to Disney once a week. <laughs> and 
I, I, I just love the energy of it. I love the feel. I love people watching. I love rides. I think that I require a lot of stimulation as a person. And hey, that's what Disney does. You go there and you can be overly stimulated. Yeah. Um, that makes sense. Yeah, um, but yeah, I've always loved it. And my brother uh, has always had a passion for roller coasters. So right. We, we want to have him on at one point. Yes, we're going to have him on as a guest. So he actually kind of started with when we would go to a theme park, not just Disney, giving facts about rides, explaining the physics of each ride. I mean, really, really into it. And we would go to certain theme parks so that he could go be ride this one ride, you know? So it's a family love of theme parks. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, and I, I, with that said, like, since you said you're the or first time you went, you were in the womb. What's, do you have like an earliest Disney memory? This is something that some, some people were asking. Well, I have a couple. I remember meeting characters. I remember certain rides, but I think I've ridden these rides so much. It's hard for me to like pinpoint. So it's more so I remember character dining. Okay. And like meeting princesses and meeting Minnie Mouse. Yeah. And was that when and, you... Go ahead. And I think that's funny because, you know, we, we did an episode on character meet and greets and that's not a huge thing that I do now. Right. So that's kind of funny to me that that is some of my earliest memories. Yeah, that's cool. And is that when you realized you were a tank? Someone was... One of our one of our listeners asked, like, what, what age? When did you first realize that you were a, a, a tank person? I was born that way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh or was it, yeah, that, like, is it a thing you decided or was it forced upon you? Because I can imagine, like, you see a little blonde-headed girl running around and they're probably like, oh, Tinkerbell. And you're like, I guess that's who I am. I have no I choice can... but to assume that identity. <laughs> I think that actually that was, I think it's a little bit of both. Like, mm-hmm. come, as you know, as you get older, um, I look like Tinkerbell. She's, like, very sweet but very sassy. And it just kind of became a thing. Because, like, growing up, I would be... Disney characters, you know, for Halloween or something. But I was like Jasmine and Pocahontas, mm-hmm. Little Mermaid. Just whichever one was uh, the Belle. one movie that you were watching a lot at that time. Yeah, yeah. I I actually was never like Tinkerbell as a kid. Um, what about you? What about me? What do you mean? Well, because when you did I realize I was Tink? Uh, yeah. <laughs> in this no, moment. Like, <laughs> you know, obviously, a lot of the Disney questions are more... For me, <laughs> but I'm curious, like, what was your earliest memory of Disney? I think my earliest memory, and this is probably why I have a complicated relationship with Disney, like, the w- first one I really remember is being scared, too scared to go on the extraterrestrial ride. Um, <gasps> do you know that one I'm talking about? Like, because everyone was saying it was so scary and terrifying, and I was like 12 or something, and I was like, no, <laughs> I don't want to do it, and I didn't do it. Um, but now I love horror movies, so I don't know. It was very scary. You were right to feel that way. Yeah, and that's like that's my first impression with it. So it's not like I got that's to meet so the characters. Funny. It was like I was terrified. <laughs> <laughs> um. We we took um, our family best friends to Disney, and Matt was the same age as my brother, and he had never been on a ride ever in his life. And the first ride we went on is this ride called Dinosaur, and it. It's the mechanics of Indiana Jones, mm-hmm. but it's very dark, and obviously dinosaurs are, like, coming at you, and, like, a huge, you know, like, T-Rex and stuff, and and obviously then 
he was scarred for life and literally hates theme parks to this nice. day. Nice. And Good job. Hates rides. Good I know. Job by, good job by he Kelly. Spent, <laughs> good job by Kelly. He spent the rest of uh, the trip just hysterical. <laughs> that sounds awful. Oh my God. Did you see that they're doing a Haunted Mansion movie? I did. I don't know anything about it other than the headline. Um, that's all you need to know. They're doing a Haunted Mansion movie. <laughs> and But I need to be in this movie. Like, I have to I be know. in this movie. What would you play? I don't care. Anything. This is, you know, it's kind of funny. So, I was in Jurassic World as well. And though, you know, I have a small part in this wonderful movie, I was just so stoked to be in a freaking Jurassic Park movie. With yeah. dinosaurs, like because you love dinosaurs. Yeah, like I was like, you don't, you don't have to pay me. I mean, they did, obviously, but <laughs> I <laughs> would have done to, it would, for free. Would, would on the spot right now? Would Haunted Mansion have to pay you? Well, no, but yes, my union, <laughs> my <laughs> union would be kidding. very happy if they didn't. But oh man, like that. Um, I want to be in that. I want to be Spider Gwen. That makes sense. That would be fun. I'm sure. Uh, yeah, there's no characters I want to be. Um, there's no characters big, you want to be. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't. There's some I wouldn't say no to. I'm sure, but like nothing that like, oh, I really want to do that. You just want to be on Survivor. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> that's the that's the one character I want to be myself, winning Survivor. <laughs> um, but that brings up a good point. You're an actor. We got a number of questions about that. Um, I think people most often recognize you from your roles on Parks or role, I guess, on Parks and Rec, um, because there's you know two two characters, same different names, same, same character though. Same right? character, yep. So I was on Parks and Recreation, and that is definitely I think what questions come up about the most. It one of the questions was what was it like to be on Parks and Rec? Um, it was amazing. I, I it was surreal. And I loved every second of it. Everybody in that cast is amazing to work with. And yeah, because I'm sure, like you can be on a uh, you can be on set for a variety of different projects, and you know, there's some that seem that I'm sure just have like a good chemistry and a good good working relationship between all the all the components. And it seems like uh, Parks and Rec was one of those ones that like is a great place to work because everyone seems to like each other. But I, you know, I don't, I don't know if that's true. That's just what it seems like to me. Oh, it a hundred percent. That's correct. Like the, the vibe was so positive. And so I was very spoiled that that was my first big guest star was a show where everyone is so sweet and welcoming and, and didn't treat me like this little newbie, you know, they really made me feel accepted. And, and one of my favorite moments on filming that was Sometimes they would do these fun runs. They would start improvising uh, mm. to, you know, just to spice up the scene a little. And so I got to do that. And I was like, all right, here we go, UCB skills. Let's let's see what you got. <laughs> <laughs> a, the, fa- the school that was founded by Parks and Rec star Amy Poehler. Yes. Yeah. So it kind of came full circle there, sort of. Um, I know. Are, are there any kind of like behind the scenes sort of hidden nuggets or any any like good anything you you would want the Parks and Rec fans to know uh I mean I have lots of fun stories that I feel lucky to have but one thing I do think is really cool is that they would do dance parties after lunch 
Oh, fun. Yes. Get the energy back up. Yeah. Amy Poehler really made sure that everyone felt like I, she, the energy I feel like starts with number one on the call sheet a lot. And hmm. that's Amy. So she was so good at bringing the cast and the crew together and making it a positive environment. That's great. Yeah. That's cool. But I think one of the cool things about that we you know don't bring up a ton on this is that you've actually appeared on the Disney Channel too. I, oh, that was so fun. Yeah, I, I got to do a Disney show called Bunked. And I... I was it was like every childhood dream I had, you know, to be on the Disney Channel. So getting to do that was so fun. Uh, tell me about the character you played for anybody that hasn't watched Bunked, because I haven't watched Bunked, but I've seen some of the clips that you've been in. And I'm like, that looks like Kelly. Yeah, it was like- really fun. <laughs> oh, well, so it, it, this character, it's funny. Like my Parks and Rec character is like very nerdy and type A. She's I'm literally just a baby Leslie Nope uh, on right. Bunked. I'm this like extreme sports enthusiast who's like kind of aggressive. <laughs> right, right, right. And I like, and that- <laughs> I, I st- I'm dating one of the characters on the show, Ravi, and I'm like bullying him <laughs> the whole time. And then we break up while skydiving. So, oh, I missed that part. That's fun. Um, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, it's not. That's not who you are in real life, but there's elements of it. Like the what? aggressive friend, the aggressive friendship that comes in that in that show. That's only for you, you, Will. Only for you. No, that's that's probably true. That's probably what I'm seeing then. Yeah, I know. I cha- um, me chasing you down. Yes, I also have brown hair. I have a wig on that show. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a fun one. I'd say check that one out if you want to see see Kelly. Uh, Be silly. Be yeah. a silly Willy. Yeah, is it on D plus or Disney plus? Do we? Know? Yeah, I'm sure it probably is. Yeah. Yeah. What's the, uh, do you know the episode name? It's called Love is for the Birds. Love is for the Birds. I'll check that one out. Um, so, but I think, you know, that that kind of talks, that kind of moves us into, we got a number of questions around Disney, like IP, uh, oh, yeah, that, ex- that was exciting to me because I didn't know what kind of questions people would ask. Yeah. Um, and obviously we have a bunch of parks questions coming up, but, but we wanted to get these ones going too. Um, and I think there's some, you know, I, I'd love to know some of your thoughts around this stuff. So like, what do you think is the most underrated Disney movie? You know, it's that's actually I saw this question asked on a, a Facebook blog recently, mm-hmm. and there's just I feel like there's a good amount. Like I think, yeah. uh, Big Hero Six, I love, and Hercules. Honey, you mean Hercules? <laughs> I mean that's a great one. I I don't know that I consider Hercules underrated. Just because I feel like people like that one a lot. I think I think you're right on Big Hero 6. That one's kind of forgotten about. Do you um, think uh, a Goofy movie is underrated? No. People love that movie. Yeah. It kind of got a research. I was like obsessed with it growing up. And then now it's cool to like a Goofy movie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think I think my underrated one would probably be Princess and the Frog. Um, oh, oh man. I love Princess and the Frog. Yeah. I got the right answer on that one. Uh, it was. The I last- made you watch it during quarantine. You did. It was the last hand-drawn animation uh, that they released to uh, movie theaters. Yes. Um, and had kind of a middling response at the time. Um, I think it is probably appreciated more now and will only continue to grow uh, with its fans as uh, the as the Splash Mountain remake happens. As they as they put that into the themes and people get a chance to re-enter and reappreciate the the property, I think it will really grow. Um, yeah, because it's really fun. It's and really the music fun. is so good. The music, and I think great. has 
one of the best villains. Yeah, I think that's a great movie. But I that's a movie I remember seeing in theaters. Like I remember my whole theater going experience. I think that that one will ultimately in like ten to twenty years have a whole new following because again because of the the parks influence, but also I think as we move further and further away from animation, people will look at that as like the, the last one and, 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 and it will represent more than what it did in the moment, um, which I think is interesting. Yeah. So you think, so that's a good, that's a good answer. Thank you. Um, so another question that came in was if you could only take, uh, say three Disney movies to a desert, deserted Island, basically you can only watch three Disney movies again for the rest of your life. What would they be? Oh, you know, uh, this isn't fair. Life's not fair, Kelly. <laughs> I I was on Disney Plus last, or two nights ago looking for a movie. I really wanted to watch Mulan. Like, I was, like, really uh-huh. craving Mulan. But the other night I was really craving watching Mulan, but there I didn't have Disney Plus. They don't have it on uh, the Switch. So oh, I couldn't. Okay. I, I know. So I watched a Blu-ray of Toy Story. Oh, Toy Story is a good movie. It is. Uh, Mulan might be one. Okay, so it would be The Lion King. Sure. A goofy movie. Are we doing Pixar movies or? I, you know, I was going to ask that question. I think I think you can do anything that falls under a Disney umbrella. Anything that could reasonably be on Disney Plus, so that doesn't anything include that, the Hulu well, movies. Well, now we got some Fox movies in there. Um. <laughs> Well, but that doesn't include like the ones that would be put on Hulu instead. Right. Um, because they're more for an adult audience. So like Con Air is not going to be on Disney Plus, despite the fact that it's produced by Touchstone. Right. Um, man. What if we're on the Disney? What if we're on the island together? Um, first off, would be miserable for me. Second <laughs> off, do I get to? Can I bring one? Yeah. Well, you can bring three. We each can bring no, three. What if, what if we could only bring three? Total? Okay, well, obviously, I would pick two of them. I mean, I'm okay. really torn. I'm torn right now between, like, Mulan or, like, Coco. Oh, Coco's great. Um, but so is Mulan. I think Lion King's a good pick. I think I would also bring maybe Heavyweights. Um, oh, Heavyweights or... is a great movie. It's very cute and fun. Um, or Blank Check, but I think I like Heavyweights more. Re- um, rewatch Blank Check. Oh, my God, you are going to feel differently. Oh, I know. I re- we did one of those episodes on the D plus cast. That movie's wild. Oh my goodness. I rewatched it recently and couldn't get over the movie. Like I was like, how was this? What? Like what is happening? Which, which part? <laughs> I know. So I, I mean, I know. I don't I'm, want to derail too much, but that movie's insane. I know. I don't literally, I can't even speak properly because my brain is going to a million different parts where you know, the writer of that wrote Save the Cat, this I know, writing which is book. crazy. He also, the first film I was in, The Fat Boy Chronicles, he consulted on it before he passed. Oh, wow. That's cool. Yeah. It, he's super smart, you know. Yeah, I mean, Save the Cat, for anyone that doesn't know, is this, like, screenwriting book that is basically how to structure a story and it's like the first book that any screenwriter gets because it's the concept it's very simple is, yeah. right is like if you have a protagonist and you want your audience to like them have them do something uh have them do something good in the first like 10 minutes like for instance have them save a cat from something huh. and so people are going to feel attached to them um and yeah so very basic concepts like that that every screenwriter pretty much has read uh, and he wrote Blank Check, which is a wild movie. 
with some incriminating uh, underage kissing. <laughs> yup. <laughs> that that was the biggest. That part FBI agent falls in love with the with Mr. McIntosh or whatever with the, his name is. With the kid, the kid is like like twelve. Yeah. It's like she can do better than that. Come yeah, on, girl. Yeah, and then she's what like, are you doing? she's like, well, call me in ten years. I'm like, oh Which my god, super creepy, so creepy. Ugh. Anyways, we spent too much time on blank check, I'm which sorry. is actually not true. You can never spend too much time on blank check. I can't believe you suggested that movie. What a mess. It's so good, guys. This is why Will is definitely a casual goer. True, but with that, you know, you brought up Mulan a couple times, and I, and, and there was a question that came in that was like, is there any? There's been a lot of reboots lately. Are there any? Mm-hmm. Um, properties that have not been announced for reboot yet that you'd really like to see. Like, obviously, we've seen the Lion King live action. They're doing the Milan. Um, I think there's a, a, a Little Mermaid. There's a Little one. Mermaid. I'm yeah. I'm so excited to watch Milan. My family's renting it. We're we're paying for the thirty dollars. Thirty bucks. Yep. Yeah, it's a lot. Worth it. I was so excited to see that in theaters. So, yeah. Uh, you know, I was thinking as you were talking. Actually, I think I'd really like to see a Princess and the Frog. Yeah, I mean that would be a really cool one. It it would be, but I'd want it to be really dark. Sure. Or like I mean, pretty dark. I mean, I would too. I like I like that kind of stuff. So, a gritty reboot of Princess and the Frog. Let's yeah. Go. I mean, it makes sense if they're gonna like as they do the rebranding of the uh, Splash Mountain as well. You know, I it, that could be a good uh, a good through line, a good way to to promote it. So, talking about Princess and the Frog, though, like. That's obviously a film property that for a long time didn't have any representation in the park. Uh, a question that came up that I thought was a pretty good one is like, is there a favorite film of yours that has yet to be included in the parks or doesn't maybe have a big enough presence? Um, and that's not being planned. Like obviously the Marvel Marvel films are getting their own campus. So like, let's throw the, those ones out. But is there another film that you'd like to see uh, more park representation for? Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of them actually. Cool. Well, give me give me your top one. Lion King is something. That, there's a show in Florida at Animal Kingdom, but I don't feel like there's enough Lion King. Hmm. That actually makes sense. I didn't think about that. Like that, there's not a ton of Lion King in the parks. No, and I think it's you know obviously one of the best films. And then I think I think a lot of the things that I like they've made into shows, but. But I don't, or like you, there's like character meet and greets of certain things, but like, like, can you imagine how cool Up would be to do stuff with? Or Wally? Yeah, those would both be, be, be pretty interesting. I'm trying to think of other Pixar ones. Do you have one? Do you have? You know, I mean, I think it's kind of stealing what you talked about earlier, but I think Big Hero 6 has a lot of potential um, for, for an attraction similar maybe to Midway Mania, um, some type of action attraction. Oh, yeah. Uh, that... Which I think would be pretty fun. Because obviously Betamax is walking around and he's cool, but like, I think people would attach onto that. Yeah, you can meet Baymax, uh, at least you could in Florida, but that's it. You know, that's like the only representation. And I think it's just people are like, look how cool he is because he's so round and cute. (laughs) He looks like one of those mascots at the NBA games. Um, (laughs) If you were going to do a Line line King, piece what would you do i have no idea yeah it's a really tough one to come up with an attraction on the spot yeah i feel like this is the kind of question i'm gonna keep thinking about and then i'm gonna be really mad that i didn't share while we were recording (laughs) that's okay keep thinking about it and when you come up with it we'll 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 feature it on another another episode um 
So we also hear from people that aren't as obsessed with Disney as you. Um, that believe it or not, I and know. And there's some interest on like, okay, so the parks are going to reopen at some point if people decide. You know what? I like to go. Uh, I haven't been in a while. I don't know all the secrets. Uh, give us like one one thing that will make the average Disney goers experience better if they know about it. Um, beyond like the hidden Mickey's and stuff, like what's one like pro tip that you should know if you're going to go experience Disney and have a good time? I think how to manage lines, which obviously right now, if you were to go, it's a very different experience because of COVID. But I think that a lot of people have a bad time because they're complaining about the lines and the crowds. And so it's managing it and how to, how to make the most of your day. So what's your recommendation there? I mean, not everyone's going to agree with me here, but I think if you have, you have one day, maybe either go later and know that you're going to stay late, but the parks definitely thin out in the evening or break it up and try and get one of the big rides in the morning, relax a little during the afternoon, midday, and then go back to the parks or whatever at night. So, and and constantly check the apps and the boards for what has less wait time. Sure. So it's kind of like having a plan, you know. Don't yeah, I think don't just go in and try to wing it, or you're not going to have a great time if you go in. That's with like how a strategy. I feel. I think I, I think, think that makes you sense. Have to, and especially like with managing fast passes and stuff. There's just know what rides it's worth to have a fast pass for. And the experience, again, is very different at Disneyland and Disney World in terms of even fast passes and lines. But I think that that is what most people are so turned off about by Disney. And if you're going to wait in line, bring a snack. Like, go get a snack or get a drink and enjoy that in line. Because it'll make the line go faster. That makes sense. And I think if, you know, if you can... Go with someone that also knows the parks pretty well. Because that was my, yeah, that helps. That good first experience was I went with two people that were super into the parks. And it was like, oh, cool. I don't have to, I can just go get the things and do the things you tell me to. And I'm going to have a curated good experience. And I did. A curated um, good experience. <laughs> I've also said that you should turn that into a like into a business. Be someone to be like the uh, the person who is like a Disney guide. But, you know, that would be awesome. I think that Disney would never let me back in if I charged money for that. I actually really want to chart like I want to make scavenger hunts. Oh, you know, I was thinking about that. I thought that that would be really cool when we were thinking about what property could be in the park. I was like, oh, what if like they did Kingdom Hearts and which obviously they wouldn't do. But what if they did? And then you had to like find the ingredients. And then I was like scavenger hunts in Disney. That'd be pretty cool. That I love it. They do like an Easter egg hunt at Disneyland over around easter and even though it's for kids and stuff i think it's really fun and i always do it (laughs) yeah i think that could be pretty cool so thinking of like trying to find like that another another question that came in is kind of in that vein like we've talked a lot about hidden mickeys do you have a favorite hidden mickey yeah i think i actually might have shared this uh last week on haunted mansion or we recorded so much information that we have not (laughs) shared that it's somewhere in what we've recorded but uh, this is one that always just makes me happy. In Disney World on the Haunted Mansion, as you're exiting before you see the hitchhiking ghosts, as you're exiting the cemetery, there's kind of this 
doorway thing with a creepy um he looks like a dementor like hooded figure cool. and he's holding yep. he's holding up something that is a mickey he's holding up like a i don't know it looks like a balloon he's holding or like a he's holding a like disembodied mickey head yes with blood it's coming out. terrifying <laughs> no it's just like a classic it's just a classic mickey but that always makes me happy that's cool how would you feel if disney bought harry potter and then put that put that in the parks oh i'd be very excited yeah i don't know it doesn't feel like a disney it doesn't, property to me it doesn't no it it i think that universal but then again, Marvel didn't either so universal's done a, like such a good job too with that i hate on yeah. universal a lot but with the harry potter stuff i think they've done a really good job i'm very excited for when we can go back and we can experience it and do different types of episodes you know maybe some live there and and getting to talk about our experiences together absolutely that means you have to hang out with me yeah i'm gonna limit it though it's gonna be like one trip a month um or something i don't know i'll figure it out that's pretty good that actually is pretty good maybe i shouldn't do that much (laughs) Uh, a question I had for you, which I thought would be interesting. Um, if you could spend a day in the park with anyone like that you don't know or anyone that you do know, but I'm ruling out Imagineers because I feel like Bob Gurr is going to be your oh, answer. Da- yes. How did you know? Because, I mean, I think that that is the obvious cool answer. And, you know, I, I don't. And I'd like to get beyond the obvious ones. I'm as I'm trying to sit here. Am I trying to date them? Because then Lewis Hamilton. Who's <laughs> Lewis Hamilton? Oh my God, he's this beautiful, really talent. Like he wins like every race. He's an F one driver for Mercedes. <laughs> you dork. <laughs> uh, I looked him up. He's, he's an attractive man. Sure, if that's what, if that's if that's who you would really pick. No, I mean, I just, if I'm trying to, to date them. Um, I know, I get it. I mean, it, I, it's, I kind of feel like it's impossible not to pick an Imagineer. Or, or like the, I, I'm going to cheat a little bit because I'm picking someone who's not an Imagineer, but is involved. So she's like, the, she's the director of design at Walt Disney Imagineering. So her name is Kim Irvine, and she's Leota Toom's daughter. Okay. I mean, I think that's definitely, like, if she has Imagineering in her title, I think that's a little cheating, but Uh, sure. I just think, so I want to be with someone who has some kind of historical understanding of the parks. So, and so not, I wouldn't want anyone, like, necessarily, I mean, it'd be cool to go with an Imagineer now that's working on new stuff. I would just love to hear more of the history. I get that. Um, I think I once again have the right answer in Michael Eisner because I want him to tell me all the ideas that he had that would make the park better. Oh man. That would all be terrible. Oh, that's such a good answer. That would be really funny. Yeah, I would think so. Um, or you could go with Tom Hanks and have him walk around as if he was Walt Disney. (laughs) That's true too. That'd be fun. (laughs) Um, I feel like most people would still be like, oh, that's Tom Hanks. But, you know, it is what it is. I think that would, uh, it would be very hard to go with a celebrity. It's a very different experience. Yeah, of course. I'm sure. So, but, like, as we teased in the intro, uh, Slice of Disney isn't just, like, a random... I mean, it's kind of random, but it's not just, like, a random putting together of words. There's, like, a story behind it, right? So, what's what's Slice of Disney mean? 
Oh, so <laughs> Slice of Disney came around because I, when I go to Disneyland, I can't eat a lot of things, but I can eat the pizza at Naples. So very often I would go to Naples and I would get pizza, but I wouldn't finish it. So I'd get a box. And so I would walk around the parks with a pizza box and it would come on rides <laughs> with me. And, and then I even sometimes like had to buy lockers for it. And one time, <laughs> one time I like, okay, more than once, a couple times, I totally forgot about it. Whoops. Oh no. I really want pizza now though. Oh, <laughs> and so I, I would take pictures with my pizza around the park because I thought it was funny. So it stems from, I wanted to like make a funny Instagram account. Of just like me eating pizza in random locations at Disneyland. That's but funny. Decided that making a podcast was way more fun. <laughs> yeah, some of the early logo designs had like a, a pizza slice in it, um, which were pretty cool too. I think ultimately we we went with one that was the more uh, standard slice. But uh, but yeah, so that's where it comes from. Yes, and it makes you less hungry. Now I'm so hungry. Oh my gosh, right. I, want I know. Pizza I'm like, so I really want pizza. Uh, and I've been so good, but we'll see. Maybe today. Um, What's your favorite food, Will? Ever? Or are we talking like parks? No, if, just in general. Um, I mean, I think maybe this goes. I keep this is apparently becoming Princess and the Frog podcast, but I love uh, like New Orleans food, Cajun food, Creole <laughs> food. That's my favorite kind of food. Uh, jambalayas are great. Um, I do a crawfish boil almost every year when there's not a pandemic involved. Um, so yeah, anything like that, that's my favorite. Uh, which nice. I haven't spent a ton of time in New Orleans Square. Uh, I should do more of that if and when I get another annual pass. You should. Yay! That's the best part of this. I this whole podcast is just a ploy to get Will to get another annual pass. Yeah, right. Um, which is why I feel like I can't do it, or we'll have to end the show. I feel like one of the things that I love about doing this with you is that you don't know as much about Disney, and you have <gasps> lots of other jerk. passions. I it's it's good. Like it's good for us to discuss it, and like not just have you know, two super hyped people. I thought, you know, I like the fact that you, cause then you, it's also interesting cause you might find other facts that I'm, you know, you might find facts that I didn't know about just in, in researching, but um, I want you to like share something about you. That's like besides survivor, like something else that you're passionate about. It's mostly just survivor. Um, well, I started well. Well, I started playing pickleball with my mom since I've been home, and that's been pretty fun. Uh, it's like it's like tennis for 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 older people. Although they will disagree with you if you say that. Um, there's a lot of young <laughs> people that play it too, but it's pretty fun. Uh, one of the things I'm passionate about. Obviously, I'm very into podcasts. Uh, it's a thing that I um, I have a couple of different shows right now, which is fun, um, and. Oh, I'm also, as it has been alluded to on this before, I'm into Dungeons and Dragons, like a big old dork, and it's a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. So ba basically, Will is just an awesome nerd. <laughs> a nerd for sure. And I'm not nerdy at all. So 
with all those kind of questions answered, I, I think I want to, you know, look towards the future. Uh, are there any particular episodes coming up that you are really excited to do aside from part twos and mores of Haunted Mansion? Um, like any, any ride that you're super uh, excited to research and, and discuss on the show? We haven't uh, gotten to dive into a lot of the Disney World rides as much. Mm-hmm. And so things like Everest and all of Pandora... I'm very excited to discuss those. I'm also very excited because we're going to start having some guests. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to get people and they're going to talk to us. Ha 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 ha. Yeah, no, I mean, I think, it, you know, during the pandemic, it's been a little hard to figure out uh, the best way to go about doing that. But we have some ideas. We're going to hopefully get people on that have, like, specialized knowledge um, and share that with, with you guys. Uh, I think it'll be pretty cool. So I'm uh, excited yeah. for that. I personally am excited for the Club 33 episode uh, because Ooh. I think it seems cool. Uh, so I it's don't know a ton about it. It's very cool. But I'm excited. There's there's so much that gets me excited. It's hard to answer that question. I, I get excited about pretty much everything. Like right now, I really want pizza. I keep thinking about it. Yeah, it'd be good. Well, now I'm going to go get some pizza. So... <laughs> <laughs> a um, slice of georgia a little slice of georgia well thank you for sending in all these awesome questions that was really fun i like yeah i like this is like playing the question game when you're a kid i thought that game was just like you could only answer in questions no the question game is where you basically just ask questions to each other to get to know each I think other you were playing that game wrong <laughs> probably <laughs> but this was really fun thank you and we'll definitely just keep sending in questions because we'll keep doing stuff like this as long as you know we'll just we'll just keep doing stuff like this uh if you want to send in questions though uh where can people do that oh you can do that on all of our social media platforms so you can contact us at slice of disney on facebook and instagram and on Twitter at slice underscore of underscore Disney. You can also email us at sliceofdisneypod at gmail.com. And make sure to like, subscribe, send to all your friends. Rate and, and review. We'll ta- rate and review. And we'll talk to you soon. Okay, bye. <laughs>